0: Today is October the ninth, twenty twenty, and Darren and I are in the book of Daniel, and we're going to read chapters five through eight. Daniel, chapter five. Belshazzar the king held a great feast for a thousand of his nobles, and he was drinking wine in the presence of the thousand. When Belshazzar tasted the wine, he gave orders to bring the gold and silver vessels which Nebuchadnezzar his father had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, so that the king and his nobles, his wives, his concubines, might drink from them. Then they brought the gold vessels that had been taken out of the temple, uh, the house of God, which was in Jerusalem, and the king and his nobles, his wives, and his concubines drank from them. They drank the wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, of bronze and iron, wood and stone, Suddenly the fingers of a man's hand emerged and began writing opposite the lampstand on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace, and the king saw the back of the hand uh, that did the writing. Then the king's face grew pale, and his thoughts alarmed him, and his hip joints went slack, and his knees began knocking together. The king called aloud to bring in the conjurers, the Chaldeans, and the diviners. The king spoke and said to the wise men of Babylon, Anyone who can read this inscription and explain its interpretation to me shall be clothed with purple and have a necklace of gold around his neck and have authority as third ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the inscription or make known its interpretation to the king. Then King Belshazzar was greatly alarmed. His face grew even paler and his nobles were perplexed. The queen entered the banquet hall because of the words of the king and his nobles. The queen spoke and said, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts alarm you, or your face be pale. There is a man in your kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy gods and in the days of your father, illumination, insight, and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your uh, father the king, appointed him chief of the magicians, conjurers, Chaldeans, and diviners. This was because an extraordinary spirit, knowledge, and insight interpretation of dreams, explaining of enigmas, and solving of difficult problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Let Daniel now be summoned, and he will declare the interpretation. Then Daniel was brought before the king. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Are you Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, whom my father the king brought from Judah? Now I have heard about you, that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that illumination, insight, extraordinary wisdom have been found in you. Just now the wise men... And the conjurers were brought in before me, that they might read this inscription and make its interpretation known to me. But they could not declare the interpretation of the message. But I personally have heard about you, that you are able to give interpretations and solve difficult problems. Now if you are able to read the inscription and make its interpretation known to me, you will be clothed in purple, and wear a necklace of gold around your neck, and you will have authority as the third ruler in the kingdom." Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Keep your gifts for yourself, or give your rewards to someone else. However, I will read the inscription to the king and make the interpretation known to him. O king, the most high God, granted sovereignty, grandeur, glory, and majesty to Nebuchadnezzar your father. Because of the grandeur which he bestowed on him, all the peoples, nations, and men of every language feared and trembled before him. Whomever he wished he killed whomever he wished to be spared alive, and whomever he wished to uh, he he wished he elevated, and whomever he wished he humbled, but when his heart was lifted up, and his spirit became so proud that he behaved arrogantly, he was deposed from his royal throne, and his, and his glory was taken away from him. He was also driven away from mankind, and his heart was made like that of beasts, and his dwelling place was with the wild donkeys. He was given grass to eat like cattle, and his body was drenched with the dew of uh, heaven, until he recognized that the Most High God is ruler over the realm of mankind, and that he sets over it whomever he wishes. Yet you, his son Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, even though you knew all this. But you have exalted yourself against the Lord of heaven and they have brought the vessels of his his house before you and you uh, and your nobles, your wives and your concubines have been drinking wine from them and you have praised the gods of silver and gold, bronze, iron, wood and stone which do not see, hear or understand but the God in whose hand uh, hand are your life breath and your... And all your ways you have not glorified. <laughs> then the hand was sent from him, and this inscription was written out. Now, this is the inscription that was written out Mene, Mene, Tekel of Harzan. This is the interpretation of the message, Mene. God has numbered your kingdom and put an end to it. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and found deficient. Perez, your kingdom has been divided, and given over to the Medes and the Persians. Then Belshazzar gave orders, and they clothed Daniel with purple, and put a necklace of gold around his neck, and issued a proclamation concerning him, that he now had authority as third ruler in the the kingdom. That same night Belshazzar, the Chaldean king, was slain, so Darius the Mede received the kingdom. At about the age of sixty two Daniel Chapter Six, it seemed good to Darius to appoint a hundred and twenty satraps over the kingdom that they would be in charge of the whole kingdom, and over the three commissioners over them three commissioners of whom Daniel was one, that these satraps might be accountable to them, and that the king might not suffer loss. Then this Daniel began distinguishing himself among the commissioners and satraps because he possessed an extraordinary spirit and the king planned to appoint him over the entire kingdom. Then the commissioners and the satraps began trying to find a a ground of accusation against Daniel in regard to government affairs. But they could not find no ground, accusation or evidence or corruption inasmuch as he was faithful and no negligence or corruption was to be found in him. Then these men said, We will not find any ground of accusation against this Daniel unless we find it against him with regard to the law of his God. Then these commissioners and satraps came by agreement to the king and spoke to him as follows, King Darius live forever. All the commissioners of the kingdom, the prefects, and the satraps, the high officials, and the governors have consulted together that the king should establish a statute and enforce an injunction that anyone who makes a petition to any god or man besides you, O king, for thirty days shall he be cast into the lion's den. Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document, so that it may not be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which may not be revoked. Therefore King Darius signed the document, that is, the injunction. Now when Daniel knew that the document was signed, he entered his house. Now in his roof chamber he had windows open toward Jerusalem, and he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before his God, as had he had done, uh, been doing previously. Then these men came by agreement, and found Daniel making petition supplication before his God. Then they approached and spoke before the king about the king's injunction. Did you not sign the, an, an injunction that any man who makes a petition to any god or man besides you, O king, for thirty days is to be cast into the lion's den? The king replied, The statement is true according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which may not be revoked. Then they answered and spoke before the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or to the injunction which you signed, but keeps making his petition three times a day. Then as soon as the king heard this statement, he was deeply distressed and set his mind on delivering Daniel, and even until sunset he kept exerting himself to rescue him. Then these men came by agreement to the king and said to the king, Recognize, O king, that this is a law of the Medes and Persians, that no injunction or statute which the king establishes may be changed. Then the king gave orders, and Daniel was brought in and cast into the lion's den. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Your God, whom you constantly serve, will himself deliver you. A stone was brought and laid over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring, and with the signet rings of his nobles, so that nothing would be changed in regard to Daniel. Then the king went off to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no entertainment was brought before him, and his sleep fled from him. Then the king arose at dawn, at the break of day, and uh, at the break of day, and went in haste to the lion's den. When he had come near, uh, nearer the den to Daniel, he cried out with a troubled voice. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you constantly serve, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel spoke to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel, and shut the lion's mouth, and they have not harmed me, inasmuch as I was found innocent before him. And also toward you, O king, I have not I have committed no crime. Then the king was very pleased uh, and gave orders for Daniel to be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury whatever was found on him because he had trusted in his God. The king then gave orders and they brought those men who had maliciously accused Daniel and they cast them, their children and their wives, into the lion's den. And they had not reached the bottom of the den before the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. Then Darius the king wrote, To all the people's nations, men of every language, who were living in all the land, may your peace abound. I make a decree that in all the dominion of my kingdom men are to fear and tremble before God, the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and enduring forever. And his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed, and his dominion will be forever. He delivers and rescues, and performs signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. Who also has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. So this Daniel enjoyed success in the reign of Darius, and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Daniel chapter 7 In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and visions In his mind as he lay on his bed, then he wrote the dream down and related it, uh, related the following summary of it. Daniel said, I was looking in my vision by night and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea and four great beasts were coming up from the sea, different uh, from one another. The first was like a lion and had wings of an eagle. I kept looking until its wings were plucked, and it was lifted up from the ground, and made to stand on two feet like a, hum- like a man, a human mind also was given to it, and behold another beast, a second one, resembling a bear, and it was raised up on one side, and three ribs were in its mouth, between its teeth, and thus they said to it, Arise, devour much meat. After this I kept looking, and behold another one, like a leopard. "'which had on its back four wings of a bird. "'The beast also had four heads, "'and dominion was given to it. "'After this I kept looking in the night visions, "'and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrifying "'and extremely strong, and it had large iron teeth "'that devoured and crushed and trampled down the remainder "'with its feet, and it was different "'from all the beasts that were before it, "'and it had ten horns.' WHILE I WAS CONTEMPLATING THE HORNS, BEHOLD, ANOTHER HORN, A LITTLE ONE, CAME UP FROM AMONG THEM, AND THREE OF THE FIRST HORNS WERE PULLED OUT BY THE ROOTS BEFORE IT, AND BEHOLD, THIS HORN, POSSESSED EYES LIKE THE EYES OF A MAN, AND A MOUTH UTTERING GREAT BOASTS. I KEPT LOOKING UNTIL THRONES WERE SET UP, AND THE ANCIENT OF DAYS TOOK HIS SEAT, HIS VESTURE WAS LIKE WHITE SNOW. And the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was ablaze with flames. Its wheels were burning, were a burning fire. A river of fire was flowing and coming out uh, from before him. Thousands upon thousands were attending him, and myriads upon myriads were standing before him. The court sat, and the books were opened. And I kept looking, because of the sound of the boastful words which the horn was speaking, I kept looking until the beast was slain, and its body was destroyed and given to the burning fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but an extension of life was granted to them for an appointed period of time. I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming, and he came up to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him and to him was given dominion glory and a kingdom that all the peoples nations and men of every language might serve him his dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed as for me Daniel my spirit was distressed within me and the visions in my mind kept alarming me I approached one of those who were standing by and began asking him the exact meaning of all this. So he told me, and made known to me the interpretation of these things. These great beasts were, uh, which are four in number are the four kings who will arise from the earth, but the saints of the highest one will receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, for all the ages to come. Then I desired to know the exact meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others exceedingly dreadful with its teeth of iron and its claws of bronze and which devoured crushed and trampled down the remainder with its feet and all and the meaning of the 10 horns that were on its head and the other horn which came up and uh, up and before which 3 of them fell namely that horn had great had <laughs> that horn which had eyes and a mouth uttering great boasts, and which was larger in appearance than its associates. I kept looking, and that horn was still waging war with the saints and overpowering them, until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was passed in favor of the saints of the High, the Highest One. And the time arrived when the saints took possession of the kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth beast will be a fourth kingdom on the earth which will be different from all other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth and tread it down and crush it. As for the ten horns of this kingdom, ten kings will arise and another will arise after them, and he will be different from the previous ones and will subdue three kings. He will speak out against the Most High and wear down the saints of the Highest One, and he will intend to make alterations in times and in law, and they will be given into his hand for a time. Times and half a time, but the court will sit for judgment, and his dominion will be taken away, annihilated, and destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty of the uh, sovereignty, the dominion, and the greatness of all the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be given to people of saints, of the saints of the highest one. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all the dominions will serve and obey him. At this point, the revelation ended. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts were greatly alarming. Me and my face grew pale, but I kept the matter to myself. Daniel chapter 8 In the third year of the reign of Belshazzar, the king uh, of vision appeared to me. Daniel, subsequent to, one, to the one which appeared to me previously. I looked in the vision, and while I was looking I was in the citadel of Susa, which is in the province of Elam. And I looked in the vision, and I myself was beside the Ulai Canal. Then I lifted my eyes, and looked, and behold, a ram which had two horns was standing in front of the canal. Uh, Now the two horns were long. But one was longer than the other, with the longer one coming up last. I saw the ram budding westward, northward, and southward, and no other beast could stand before him, nor was there anyone to rescue from his power. But he did as he pleased and magnified himself. While I was observing, behold, a male goat was coming from the west over the surface of the whole earth, without touching the ground, and the goat had a conspicuous... a conspicuous horn between his eyes. He came up to the ram that had the two horns which I had see- seen standing in front of the canal, and rushed at him in his mighty wrath. I saw him come beside the ram, and he was enraged at him, and he struck the ram and shattered his two horns, and the ram had no strength to withstand him. So he hurled him to the ground and trampled on him, and there was none to rescue the ram from his power. Then the male goat magnified himself exceedingly. But as soon as he was mighty, the large horn was broken. And in its place there came up four cons- uh, conspicuous horns toward the four winds of heaven. Out of one of them came forth a rather small horn, which grew exceedingly great towards the south, towards the east, and towards the beautiful land. It grew up to the host of heaven, and caused some of the host of some of the stars to fall to the earth, and it trampled them down. It even magnified itself to be equal with the, com- the commander of the host, and it removed the regular sacrifice from him, and the place of his sanctuary was thrown down. And on account of transgression the host will be given over to the horn along with the regular sacrifice and it will fling truth to the ground and perform and perform its will and prosper. Then I heard a holy one speaking, and another holy one said to that particular one who was speaking, How long will the vision about the regular sacrifice apply? While the transgression causes horror, so as to allow both the holy place and the host to be trampled, he said to me, For two thousand three hundred evenings, and mornings then the holy place will be property or properly restored when i daniel had seen the vision i sought to understand it and behold standing before me was one who looked like a man and i heard the voice of a man between the banks of uh, uli and he called out and said gabriel give this man an understanding of the vision." So he came near to where I was standing, and when he came, I was frightened and fell on my face. But he said to me, Son of man, understand that the vision pertains to the time of the end. Now while, I, while he was talking with me, I sank into a deep sleep with my face to the ground, but he touched me and made me stand upright. He said, Behold, I am going to let you know what will occur at the final period of the indignation, for it pertains to the appointed time of the end. The ram which you saw with the two horns represents the kings of Media and Persia. The shaggy goat represents the kingdom of Greece, and the large horn that is between his eyes is the first king. The broken horn and the four horns that arose in its place represent the four kingdoms which will arise from his nation, although not with his power. In the latter period of their rule, when the transgressors have run their course. A king will arise, insolent and skilled in intrigue. His power will be mighty, but not by his own power, and he will destroy to an extraordinary degree, and prosper and perform his will. He will destroy mighty men and the holy people, and through his shrewdness he will cause deceit to succeed by his influence, and he will magnify himself in his heart, and he will destroy many while they are at ease. He will even oppose the prince of princes, but he will be broken without humanity, without human agency. The vision of the evenings and mornings which has been told is true, but keep the vision secret for it pertains to many days in the future. Then I, Daniel, was exhausted and sick, and sick for days. Then I got up again and carried on the king's business but I was astounded at the vision, and there was none to explain it.